What's going on, y'all? It is another Tuesday. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. This is Joel Friday. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Amazing. I'm excited to be here. You know what's so cool is that every week I come, I'm excited to be here. And it's fun for me. And it makes my week. And I just like it. I like it a lot. So I thank you guys for tuning. Thank you for allowing me to have somebody to talk to. I appreciate the love you guys are always showing me on the videos, the comments, all that stuff. Amazing. And I I thank Hassan. I thank Nick. I thank James. I thank Sean. I thank Daniel. Everybody just always be showing me love every time I come in to the studio or just offering their help. Amazing. Very much appreciated. But bienvenido. Spanish for welcome. Welcome to the show. Really quick, I want to talk about the topics that I'm going to be um, covering, hopefully. Hopefully I can get to all the topics. Um, first topic, we're going to talk about Chris Rock's stand-up called Selective Outrage. I don't know if you guys watched it. It's on Netflix. He streamed it live on Saturday at 7 p.m., and I caught it. And I'm so glad that I caught it because it was such a good stand-up. Um, he talked about, especially coming from a guy at his status, but also from a guy in the entertainment industry, he talked about a lot of truthful stuff. He called out a lot of stuff. He reminded me of, like, how Dave Chappelle did a stand-up, and he was just talking, you know, making jokes about whatever he wanted and not worrying about the cancel thing, right? Chris Rock did the same thing. He covered a lot of stuff, so I'm going to get into that, some of the things he covered. Um, I'm also going to cover uh, why women get naked and why we see a lot of women naked in society today. I want to cover that. Also, if there's time left, uh, I'm going to cover my color, my pride. Okay? Um, I don't know if you could tell what that means just based off of that, my color, my pride. But basically how people love identifying with other people that are their color whether it be Jesus, Santa, blah, 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 right? People love things of their color. And I'm going to get into that and how I see that. Um, so we'll see what happens, see if we get to all the topics. But first, before we get into those topics, hit that like button. Hit the like and subscribe button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like and subscribe button and the share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples to subscribe so we can get the subscribers up and a message out. Ooh, ooh, that boy, that boy. I'm coining that. Also, lastly, you can call in at 888-775-3773, and we could talk, and we could chat maybe about the topics. Maybe you want to ask some other questions, whatever. We can chat. You can call in 888-775-3773, and we can get to it. We can argue, too. I like to argue. I don't mind. Or we can fellowship. I like the fellowship even better. But either way, I accept both, and I appreciate both. So don't don't worry about me. Don't worry about little old Joel. Call in and say what you got to say. Get it off your chest, okay? 
so amazing. I already got some calls uh, coming in. I appreciate you guys. Um, bear with me for a second while I uh, start covering these topics, and then we'll get to some calls. Amazing. So first, I wanted to talk a little bit. I love this orange background. Every time I look up, it, it's just cool to me. Maybe it just looks cool to me only. Everybody else is kind of like, why did you use cereal slash cartoon looking background? But it just looks cool to me. But anyway, Selective Outrage by Chris Rock. Okay. Um, I watched this on Saturday. I watched it live. And um, like I said, I'm so glad that I did because it helped shape my show today. And he covered a lot of things that I think are good to talk about and are important key uh, notes to remember. And, you know, he planted some seeds in there that were good for people to really think about. And like I said, a person of his stature, you know, it's good hearing from people who are like, like staples in the in the entertainment industry and Chris Rock obviously being one of them. And, you know, he said some good things. He also said some things I didn't agree with that I'm going to get into that I kind of was like, ah. But overall, like, I appreciated what he had to say. And obviously, as you guys know, Chris Rock is was part of the most recent controversy of getting smacked by uh, Will Smith at the Oscars. And he brings that up. He talks about it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a few of those things too. But a few topics that he got into um, that I want to just breeze through, and then I'm gonna get into the the meat the meat of the the uh, the show today. But a few topics was um, one of the things he talked about um, was he's basically calling out the truth and the hypocrisy of the world, which is great, right? Everybody's so afraid to say certain things, so they don't want to get canceled. And there's a side of me that understands why they don't want to get canceled or whatever. You know, that fear. It's all rooted in fear. So I understand what they, why they don't want to get canceled because they just believe into the lies of fear, right? And I get that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, if you can't fully just, you know, express how you feel with, with the idea of maybe you might lose everything, then, you know, the world's going to control you at some point. Now, it is important to be wise, you know, you, I don't think you should say everything for the sake of saying stuff so you can get canceled on purpose. Like, I think it's important to be wise. But there shouldn't be a fear of you, like, being able to speak up because you don't want to lose something. So he definitely spoke up. And, you know, he talks about the hypocrisy in the world. And one of the things he talked about that I liked was um, how when women don't work, how he notices in the world that when women don't work, like, he sees how it's fine. It's no big deal. But he says that when men work, when men don't work, everything falls apart. It just don't seem right, right? And he did it in, like, a funny way, which was good. But he's like, he pointed out, he recognized that when men don't work, it's a problem. He says something like when you see a 40-year-old man driving a, a, a bicycle that would be owned by, like, a high school kid. <laughs> And you see them like riding the bikes and they're like 40 and they're riding a bike. You know what I mean? He's like, that don't, that don't, that don't look good. You know what I mean? So he brought that up and I thought that was cool. He also talked about Meghan Markle and about their whole controversy. And he said that, um, that he's like, Meghan Markle wasn't a, a victim of racism. You know? And he goes, he goes, I understand what she was saying, but I don't think she was a victim. He's a, 
because he was saying that Megan was saying that when she got into the the whole royal the royal family, she was like, I didn't know they were racist. And Chris Rock was like, What do you mean you didn't know? You know they were racist. And what things were they doing that was so racist, right? And he goes, uh, he's like, um, the way they were worried about how brown the baby would come out. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys heard of that hysteria, but she was really tripping about how, like, they questioned. I think she went on Oprah, and she was like, yeah, they they asked me if um, how brown is the baby going to come out, and that was so offensive. And she took it offensive, and Oprah was like, <gasps> Oh, my God, they asked that? And Chris Rock kept it real. He was like, everybody wanted to know what color. Even black people wanted to know what color the baby was going to be. Right? Everybody wants to know, like, is the baby going to look black or is the baby going to look white? Like, it's not that deep. We just want to know, right? But then Chris goes, he goes, um... Well, Meghan Markle was so worried about not being accepted. She just wanted to be accepted by the royal family. And a black girl being accepted by her white in-laws. That's what he said. And he goes, but she thought that was bad. Ain't nothing worse than black in-laws trying to accept a white girl. (laughs) And I was like, why ain't nobody ever talking about that? Which is way worse White people tend to be more accepting. They may make, like, little, like, insulting jokes about your color or, like, offensive jokes, right? But black people are really going to call you out, and they're going to be out front and mean about it. Not all, right? But they're going to be mean. If they see a white girl in the house or a white guy, a, a girl brings a white guy home, he's getting clowned by the whole family, including the parents. You know what I mean? But that never gets talked about, right? So Chris brought up that, and I thought that was cool. He also talked about uh, pro-choice and um, pro-life. And I thought that was cool. Um, even though he's pro, pro-choice, he made such like a, a key point, though, that I respected. He goes, he goes um, I'm pro-choice. I'm for, you know, women, um, you know, doing what they got to do. He's like, no, I'll say it in better words. He said, I'm pro-choice. I'm for women having the right to kill babies. He said it just like that, right? And then the crowd, like, laughs, but they kind of, like, laugh low because they don't really want to, like, pick a side. He's like, I'm pro I'm pro a woman having a right to kill a baby. And then, you know, he said it twice, and the second time it was quiet. And then he's like, but let's just be real. It is killing a baby. I love the heck out of that part. Because I don't care if he's pro-choice or pro-life or what you are, right? But it's like... Let's just be honest about it. And he did that in a way to where he said he was pro-choice, but at the same time, he kept it real and was like, it's killing babies. So if you're going to be pro-choice, but just own up to you're killing the baby. So I like that. But there was a, a, there was a section where he starts talking about women and, like, really getting into women. And that's when I felt like he got soft. And I feel like that's where we, you know, all humans beings get soft is the topic of women and sex. Now, um, some more than others. And I say we, and I'm going to use we a lot because to some extent on like the scale, um, there's still things that we do that may not be as outrageous as the people who are not awake and they can't really see or they're in the light. 
But on a small scale, I can still relate as a human being to certain situations, right? Like, I'm going to get into specific details soon or and specific topics. But in some kind of way, we can relate. So when we just say, like, you, they, um, it's separating a little bit. And I'm probably still going to do it, um, but just by habit. But I recognize, you know, over the years that in some kind of way, even if it's in a small thing, even if the other person, they do like a major thing, like shooting up a school, let's just say, right? And um, and they're listening to the thoughts. I keep using I got to use a new example. I can't keep using the school shooter thing. But like doing something major, right? But me like doing something that, you know, I may not think or somebody else may not think is major, but it all came from the same place, right? The thoughts, the thoughts tricking us to believe something that's not true, right? So I say we because we can still relate to it. It may not be as extreme, but on a small scale, we can still relate. So that's why I say we. But um, he got a little soft when he talked about the women and, and stuff like that. And some of the things he talked about was spoiling his daughters. And uh, <laughs> this one, I don't even know if I should say, but it's so like a topic right now. And it's, I'm, I'm so shocked that it's a topic. But he's talking about, uh, I, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even say it. But it's like a, a nasty thing you do in the bedroom that is a new thing that you do that you didn't normally do. But now you do it. So it's just like a real nasty thing that you do. And I can't even say it. I even wrote it down because I was going to say it, but I just can't. I just can't. Sorry. Maybe that's too holy. I don't know, but it just won't come out of my mouth right now. But it's just a nasty thing that you do in the bedroom that that this culturally, this is a new thing. Uh, I'll tell you a hint. Um, Janae Aiko says it in the song. She says, like groceries. <laughs> if you know the lyrics, then you know what I'm talking about, right? He talks about that. And that's so normalized right now. And um, I just thought that was just like, you know, crazy that he's that old. Not that old. He's not that old, but he's like 40 or 50. And he's talking about that. Him doing that himself, like him being involved in this stuff at that age, um, it was interesting. Um, but like I said, on a smaller scale to somebody else, you know, what we think that, you know, on a, we think that we're holy sometimes. No, on a smaller scale, some things that we may do in a bedroom or whatever the case is may not be that holy to uh, or that um, prude to somebody else. So. But I don't know. That whole thing was just kind of like off-putting to me. I'm like, man, do you know what comes out of that? But anyway. <laughs> and then he's talked about how women have all the power, more power than men. And I was like, ooh. Right? And I'm going to get into that. But lastly, last two things is that he went in, in on Will Smith about the slap. Will and Jada, excuse me. He went in. And you can put me back on the big screen. He went in on Will and Jada. He said, Nick said, female infatuation will make you do some crazy stuff. 
That's true. I'm a, ooh, I'm going to get into that, too. But Will, yeah, Chris Rock went in on Will and Jada about the slap and how that whole thing went down. Like, he went into detail. And you could tell he's still, like, bothered by it. So he went in, boy. He went in on it. But one thing I respected that Chris Rock said about the situation with Will Smith, he said, even though I got smacked, he said, I was not a victim. I'm not a victim about it. You don't hear me going on Oprah crying about, oh, this is not fair. He said, I was not a victim, and I'm not a victim. It is what it is. I respected that so much because you just handle it like, what are you going to do? You're going to go on TV and say that he should never have done that. He should be can't like, no, you just deal with it. You deal with it. And then you go, you, you move on. So I respected that he has like some old school in him. And I think he always kind of has, I never really watched a lot of his stuff, but, um, he just has that, you know, some, you know, some, some foundation in there that I respected. So that was that. But one thing, one thing that he talked about which shaped my whole show today that I wanted to bring up is the biggest addiction in the world today. The world says that it's weed, alcohol, opioid, blah, 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 right? And he said, nope, that's not, that's not the biggest addiction. He said the biggest addiction today is attention, okay? I thought that was so deep. And he goes, there's four easy ways And this is what Chris Rock said. He said, there's four easy ways to get attention. He said, for one, it's from infamy. And I'm I'm black and slow, so I didn't know what infamy meant, but he explained it. He was like, people who do, like, crazy stuff. So, like, shooting up a school, like, terrorists, like, holding people for ransom and, you know, stuff like that just to get attention, right? He said, infamy is a one. He said, um, um, being actually, being excellent. So actually being good at a talent, actually being good at something and putting the work in is how you also get um, attention, right? Which is often, oftentimes not the route people go, but that's a good way to do it. Just be great at what you do. You get the attention. But then he goes, being a victim, begging and complaining is also a way to get attention. And then he goes, showing off your butt. But obviously he said, you know, he was up there cussing. And um, I thought that was so deep. Because today we see in society the show, the naked, the showing off everything, right? And then I started thinking about that. And I've been thinking about this for a while, but when I watched him talk about it, it really just kind of like brought things into perspective for me. And... Because we see in society today, you see it everywhere, all ages, old, older girls, over 18, over 21, over 30, over 40, you know, re- revealing clothes, showing off all the goods, showing everything. And younger, younger girls under 18, uh, as, as young as like seven, eight, nine, you know, really showing everything because that's what they see. Like, it's so out there and dramatized showing skin. It's like a it's like a trend. It's like a fashion statement almost now. Like it's a fashion statement to show everything. Girls got the the tights that you can see the vajay, the crease of it with the tights. You can see the shape all in it. Oh, that's out there. They got the the shirt where they ain't got no bra no more. So you can see the 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 nipples popping. 
that's out there. And that's at the mall. It ain't like at a party only. No, it's at the mall, right? And it's just so evident and out there. And the first thought that we do as human beings, which is why what I wanted to get to, is that especially when you're, like, trying to overcome that. Now, mind you, everybody looks at it and they see it's attractive. Don't front. Don't front and be like, ew. Don't front because that's a lie. You lie and you you in denial if you think that that's not the case. It's attractive, right? That's obviously why it works and they continue to do it because they get the eyes. It looks good. It's appealing, right? Because that nature in us, the negative nature, the human nature, um, gravitates to that because it feels you feel something, right? You feel some type of satisfaction. So it's attractive for sure. But obviously when it's so like exacerbated and dramatized, your first thing to do is to judge it like, wow, like you see, you're, you're out here like that? You know what I mean? Like how you, you're over here, you know, you don't want to get, I don't want to get into that, but you're over here, you know, unashamed about being almost naked, practically naked. What's wrong with you? Where's your shame? Where's your pride? We judge it, right? But what we don't do, we don't understand it. And I've been trying to understand it for a long time. Um, and I don't sit up like sit up here every day just sitting on sitting in my room trying to figure out what the problem is. But just over the over over time I just kind of been thinking like, dang, what's what's going on? What's what's causing this? And I started to think and think and think. And after watching this show, the stand-up it really started to help me put things in perspective. So it's not attention. This is what I come up with. This is my opinion, guys. You guys can call in and give your opinion or you can disagree. I don't care. But this is just my opinion is that it's not attention that they want. Because you hear other people talking about, oh, they just want attention. Um, what's wrong with them? They just want attention. That's all it is. Like they're just being sluts. The nasty girls, they're slutty, they're being a hoe, like, ew, stay away from them. They're they're bad, they're trouble, right? That's that's the conversation we hear, to be honest. And we're all thinking that, not all, maybe not all, right? But that's the that's the thought that comes. But it's not attention that they want, right? And guys do this too. Um, guys also go to the gym and work out, overly buffed, strong, just built over to the top for no reason, right? And um, showing the, the little tank where, but guys do it too, right? And it's not attention that we do those things. It is attention, but what's deeper is that it's the power that we feel from the control we have over hypnotizing that person from what we, from the influence we gave out, right? We're hypnotizing them. And it's not the attention that we we like. It's the the power we feel from it. It feels so good to know, like, yeah, I I did this. I look like this. You like me. You're chasing after me. You're in my DMs, and I can control you how I want. Right? It's that power of influence, and we love to take pride in that. And women, especially women, especially love taking pride in that influence that they have over men, over other women, of being beautiful and all that stuff. 
And so it's not the attention that they just want. They want the power that 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 confidence it gives them, that ego boost it gives them when they know you're looking at them and they know that they got you. Right? And I thought about it further. And I'm like, okay, well, so influence. Influence is is, you know, what people what women really love to use, right? And men use it too. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I, let's think about influence. Influence is not bad. Influence is actually a godly thing. Influence is a godly thing. Okay, and I'm going to explain it. Is that women, it's good as a woman to influence a man with their beauty. With their beauty, right? And back then... Back in the original days, their beauty was them being feminine, them doing, um, you know, uh, staying in their staying in their lane, them not competing with men, them respecting men. That what that did, them following God, them listening to, um, uh, learning from their fathers, their husbands, and when they did that, the light was in them, and it developed a confidence in them, and that confidence in them allowed them to move a certain way so it influenced you to, um, you know, want to approach them, talk to them, make them as your wife or whatever the case is. So influence is a great thing. You should influence. You should have influence because with confidence comes influence. You know what I mean? So influence is a great thing to have, right? And when it comes to men, men should have influence too. Men should be great. When it comes to influence, right? Because when it comes to influence, uh, women love a man who's strong, but not like just this, right? But like strength, confidence within. And that confidence within is what attracts the woman to you. That's what attracts the woman to you. And that's what makes her use her influence to get you to go talk to her. But trust me, that influence that the man has is what brings the woman into his world. Right. Not into her world, because that's the thing I didn't like about what Chris Ross was saying is that he was making it seem as like they got all the power that that they possess. So we go into their world because we love them, their beauty and all that stuff. Yes, they have beauty, but they don't go. We don't go into their world like that. They come into our world because in our world, we're able to influence. But with the light and blah, 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 which I'm going to get into more. But influence is a great thing. But where did we go wrong in society down the road, right? How did we, if influence is such a great thing, why is it a problem now? Because we exploited the influence, right? We made it about, now it's sexual influence. We have girls, now this is so true, what I'm about to say. And it's evident. It ain't no secret no more. It ain't no secret. On Instagram, you see um, guys and girls, but obviously girls have more influence in this area where you see them dancing half naked, for sure, twerking, booty shorts, uh, thongs on Instagram. This is like on a public public uh, platform, um, half naked, dancing, um, doing videos uh, on TikTok. Worse. You see it bad. Like you see it bad. And you'll see them, like, in a bathing suit. And it's all ages. You, y'all think there's adults? No, this kids, too. This kids, too. 
all ages, dancing in the bathing suit, showing off everything, pretty much. Showing everything, pretty much. If they got clothes on, you see the indents. You're seeing it. But they're dancing sexually on purpose. Before, they used to kind of hide it, pretend like they're not dancing sexually. No, they're turning to the camera from the back, and they're letting you know, I'm twerking. Almost naked, right? They're not ashamed of it anymore. Why? Because it's not, it's not shameful anymore, right? But TikTok... What else do we got? Y'all know. OnlyFans. OnlyFans, now you make now you get rich off of OnlyFans. That's a thing. And that's like a um a new thing that's like unashamed, right? Cause before you could have like like sites where you do like webcams and stuff like that. But everybody kind of knew like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, that's like, you know, everybody knew what that was for. It was like in the category of like Okay, porn, stuff like that, right? But OnlyFans is come, becoming like an app. You know what I mean? Like, your OnlyFans, oh, like, right on, kudos. That's how they're starting to treat OnlyFans, right? And then you got uh, uh, Tinder. Now, people are going to get on me for saying Tinder, but... Now, obviously, Tinder, you, you're supposed to meet people, you're supposed to date online, and... And there may be, like, there's exceptions to the rule of, like, you meeting somebody nice. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the people on Tinder, the stories I hear, they want one thing. They want it now. And a lot of people don't want to go out in public. Now, there's exceptions to the rule, okay? I'm not going to sit up here and, like, bash all of dating apps, right? I just don't agree with it. Because I feel like um, there's, like, a desire to want another human now instead of, like, you know, waiting or going out in public or, you know, doing it that way. And that's fine. No shade. Do what you do. Do what you do. But oftentimes the stories that I hear are quick, quick hookups, quick. Like, I need somebody that, you know, look good, and then we swipe up. However it works, you swipe up, and then uh, now we match, and then we go on a date. And you know what's happening. Let's not lie, right? If you're going to do the dating app thing and you, you say you want to be genuine, that's fine, do the dating app thing. But let's just also be honest that, like, you also can get some quick stuff off of that, right? So Tinder. And then you got flat-out porn. We already know that. So all of these things are out there, and the influence of these things are the reason why um, influence is exploited, right? Because now it's so public, right? So when I thought about that, I was like, okay. So they exploited it with sex, and, you know, they're all over the place with it. They're all over these sites, all over social media. Then I asked... The question, why? And I said, why? And God is good, man, because God is really bringing these insights to me, help me realize, you know, if you seek, if you seek, you'll find, for one, says in the Bible. If you ask, you shall receive, right? And when you truly seek, God give you the answer. If you're truly seeking, you're doing it for the right reason, God give you the answer. So I'm not saying I'm going to be right on every single thing, every single topic, but I'm grateful because he's really giving me these insights that I believe are insights, and um, I'm able to make sense of this. So 
Anyway, porn, Tinder, TikTok, OnlyFans, all that stuff, exploited. And then I said, why? Why is it exploited? And then it came to me, boom! Because the women do it, because only because that's what men are into. That's the only reason why women do it. That's the only reason why women do it. That's the only reason why women do it. Because men are into it. Men are into it. Women aren't really into sex. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. Women will have sex, and women, like, are taught to have sex. But women aren't really into sex like that. They only are into sex like that because it's the easiest way to get a man and to keep a man is through sex. So they use it and they exploit it. They use their influence to, um, in, in, in an exploitive way with sex to draw the man in because that's what the man is into. If the man was not into the sex thing, they will use their influence in a different way. They're going to use their influence in the way they can get the man because that's the way it's set up. It's set up that way, purposely, by God. Women are supposed to have influence. But it's exploited nowadays. Why? Because men want sex. Same reason why I felt like Chris Rock um, got soft on the women because low-key is hard for men. It's hard, and, and it's hard for everybody, right? But it's low-key hard when we're, we're, we're taught that sex is good. We're taught to have sex whenever you want. We're taught to have sex in a relationship. We're taught that sex is love. We're taught all this stuff. It's hard for men. So I, I call, I, I, I talk about Chris Rock getting soft, but I'm soft in ways too when it comes to that. Except I'm aware, I'm, I'm a little more aware, I don't know about more aware than he is, but I'm aware in a sense to where I'm overcoming it, you know, day by day because, and that, that awareness is helping me, allowing it to fall off more and more, but also not allowing me to get lost in it, right? But in, but in some areas, do I still feel that? Do I still go through that stuff? Absolutely. But anyway, back to the point is that if men weren't into it, women wouldn't do it. And that's what we have to take responsibility as men and really be like, like, we'll judge the woman for having this high body count, but we did it because they wouldn't do it if we weren't into it. So women are going to influence you sexually and they're going to be like, gotcha, because they know. But here's the thing. Women aren't innocent either. I'm not saying women, women are victims or innocent because they know, women know that this is the weakness of men. They know that the sex thing and them like clinging on to women, us clinging on to women like that is a weakness thing. And they know that the man is being weak and they know that they're controlling the man, right? And if they know that, the question people, I'm sure people ask, well, then why do they still do it? If they know that that's the man's weakness, why do they still do it? Why not be a strong woman? Why not have that confidence and, like, tell a man no? Why not make the man stop playing the games so he can get his life together, so he, he can be the man for you? Why, why do they not do that? And some women do, right? Of course, right? But why most women don't, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. And this is just my opinion. Is that women... 
lack security. They lack security. I got calls, you guys. Thank you guys for calling. I'm going to get to the calls right now. I just got to make these last points. Women lack security, right? And because they lack security, they lack confidence. They're not secure with themselves. Well, why? And it's because of all the, all the conflict, the confusion, the emotions, the heartache that they have within. They, they need to escape. They want to get away. They're looking for, we're all looking for peace, right? True peace and love, right? We're all looking for that. We all desire true peace and love, right? But we don't know, we don't know how to access it at all times, right? So with all that conflict and emotions that they're dealing with, they need um, an escape. They need some relief. And where did that conflict come from? Their upbringing, their surroundings, the way the world teaches things, school, friends, whatever, right? It's adding to that conflict and those emotions, and they need a relief. They need an escape to feel better. So even though they know they're controlling you, the power that they're getting from it, it brings them a little bit of life. And how could you be mad at that? Right? How could you be mad at that if we really knew what was really going on at home, what was really going on within them, that um, they just needed a, a, a hand? Help me. I'm struggling. This is too much. I can't handle this. Oh, wait. You mean I can feel good and powerful by controlling a man? Sign me up because I don't know how to get the other way, so I might as well do it this way, right? They understand a man's weakness. They need, they, they're looking for peace themselves. And the world has taught them that love and control and power and, you know, being a strong woman in the world and working and all that stuff and competing with men is a means of love, of finding love. It's the imitation. And this is what Satan does. He imitates love. He imitates peace. So now he got them exploiting their influence with sex and they're feeling good about it thinking that that's love and peace. Satan got it twisted and confused, right? He got you know, he got him twisted and confused. So they do it to feel better, right? It's the imitation of love. And oftentimes I feel like I'm talking a lot guys, but I just got to get to this point so bear with me. Bear with me. Oftentimes um they're only doing it because they have not experienced the true love, and the true peace. So we got to cut each other some slack, boys and boys and uh, girls, men and women. We got to cut each other some slack because oftentimes we don't experience the true love or the true peace. And if we experience it enough, we would, we would lean more towards the true love and the true peace. But all we're taught is the fake, the imitation love and the imitation peace. And, and guess what? We can access that whenever we want. So that's what we do. So cut each other a little bit more slack. I'm included in that. That's me. I'm guilty. But it needs to be said. So even though they know it's wrong, and they do, they don't know how to gain access to the alternative. And I'm going to end it off here with this point, is that the alternative is the light of God, that is in men, that is in fathers, that is in husbands, brothers, da-da-da, in men, the light of God that is in men. 
And that light we're supposed to use as we grow in it, as we grow confident in it, we use that influence of the light of God to draw the women in. And when we draw them in as kids to adults, as a husband to a wife, we draw them in. They pick up on our ways. They pick up, and not our ways, God's ways. They pick up on God's light. They pick up on God's love. And then they start to act that out because that's the example that they see. They won't do all this other stuff. Nobody would do all this other stuff. They're only doing all this stuff because they are convinced of this imitation love. Or even if they know it's imitation, that's the only life source they're getting. Because they don't know how to access the real love, the true love. Because us as men are not giving it. That's it. Us as men are not giving it. So we're, we're, women are responsible for what happens to them as well, but we're also not helping at all. At all. And we want to blame women. We want to blame women too. And we never used to, but I think, Men are starting to blame women now, too, because now they're so openly about competing and openly about uh, their body count open. And now, you know, making men want to complain. But we're, we're part of the we're part of the problem. So until we at least recognize it, just recognize it, ask God to reveal it, meditate, uh, do whatever you got to do, but recognize the problem. We can't change it. So I ain't saying like work overtime to try to change it because you're going to end up um, getting more into your thoughts, getting more into the the, the quote-unquote addictions, right? Because we can't change it, but we have to recognize it. God can give us the insight to understand it. And when we understand it, it changes eventually, right? So that's what I feel like I wanted to do today is just share that insight that I learned, that I'm learning, that I'm still learning in this whole situation with why women are doing this, men are doing that, why all these sites are getting crazy, why there's still a feeling within that that wants it, that wants to do it, that wants to um, give into it, that wants to um, mingle with it. Right? like, And I'm not saying I'm exempt. I'm feeling it too. But my awareness oftentimes keeps me from doing it. Or um, if it gets done, then my understanding helps me let it go, helps me understand what's going on within, and to overcome. But it's not about the actions. It's not about what you do. It's not about the mistakes you make. It's not about all that stuff. Because I know the chat's going to be like, well, Joel, what did you do? What do you, are you out there doing? It's not about none of that stuff. It's about being aware of what's going on, right? Because we can't control nothing at the end of the day. So we just got to be aware. And that awareness is what changes it, right? And we just learn. And then that awareness actually keeps us from doing certain things. So we know like, oh, shoot, that's not depression. That was a thought. So if I know that's a thought and that's not depression then I don't have conflict. And now that conflict is not sending me to a spiral to go hit up that prostitute, right? It's awareness. So anyway, I had to get off my chest. 
Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to get all that out because I didn't know if I was going to be able to get, get all that out. Um, James says, we as, we as men are not given it. Uh, what do you mean by that, James? Like the light or the love and the peace? I think that's what he means. The love and the peace, that's true, though. We're not giving it. At the end of the day, we're not. We're not. And it's our responsibility. Just like Adam and Eve in the, the garden, Adam's responsibility was to stand firm. And Eve used her influence, her exploited influence, to um, convince him otherwise. And he gave in. And he, you know, and it's not even like he gave in. It's that she caught him in a moment of weakness. She caught him in a moment of weakness. And but it had to happen. It had to happen. It had to happen for men to see that they can be caught in a moment of weakness. Even though you're walking with God. Christian, y'all, Christians, born again people, people of bond, everybody is that. You're still, waking up or not, everybody's still subject to everything. Adam was with God like this. It was him and God and Eve like this. But how, if that's the case, how did he still fall, right? Wasn't he born again? Wasn't he born again? How did he still fall? You're still subject to Satan. Not subject to him. That's the wrong word. But you, he still has access to you. Just like uh, um, Satan, wasn't he an angel in heaven? Right? How was he an angel in heaven but still fell away? Maybe he thought he was uh, invincible. And in a moment of weakness, boom, gone. But it had to happen, right? But we're not exempt from this stuff. So as soon as we put ourselves on this pedestal thinking like we overcome, we're done, I'm I'm bulletproof. I don't. I, I won't do that. I'm never doing that again. I'm never getting angry. I'm never having sex. Oh no, that's the. You're lying, and that's Satan's words. Because it's not of ourselves. We just gotta give it to God and trust God and let God lead us. Let the light be. Be the be the the strength to to overcome. Right, not our words. Not us believing something. But that's a whole nother topic, and I only have a few minutes left here. But I hope that made sense, y'all. Um, I got to get to some calls, though. I had to get to some calls, and I got to get to them quick. Sorry, callers. I just had to get that get that out. Let's see. Lucas. If we make it, Lucas, I'm going to come to you in a second, man. Sorry, I just want to get to these on-topic ones really quick. Okay, let me go to Anna. Anna's a first-time caller out of Missouri. I want to go to Anna first because she's um, a female, I think. And I want to see what she has to say about what I talked about. I'm, I'm out of frame. So let me go to uh, Anna. Anna uh, out of Missouri. I hope I do this right. Shoot. Anna out of Missouri, you're on Joel Friday TV. Welcome to the show. Hi, Joel. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Anna? All is well. I don't know if I can talk that fast in those few minutes you have left. Yeah. But I think 
you are so spot on and so deep what you just said because I did question that for myself as well and I come to the same thing um, and I question it because me as a woman I I wanted to know my space right my place uh, Jesse is always talking about men and the place for men but for women that is not really so talked about you know and and I think um well, I don't know so exactly there's a lot to to say like you you basically said it already I was coming to an interesting fact to that too with the soul and the spirit the difference between those two things the soul which um in the german language the soul is feminine is the earthly the the worldly being of us the the being that is experiencing pain is experiencing all the fallen state things all the dirt the earth and the spirit is mm -hmm. in the german language the spirit is masculine the spirit is the pure essence of who we are interesting yes and so uh, the condition in which we were getting born into in the earth through the woman in the fallen state is is basically that's how that's what i came to is is the the darkness of unconsciousness and uh it it is and the life on earth is governed by uh by the bliss of this darkness lust and fertility drunken lust and fertility yeah, basically everything what you said, the physical, sex, all these kind of last things is, is yeah. govern all life on earth. Yeah. And so the condition for it is ignorance. The condition yeah. for it is not knowing. And yeah. that's why it is important that I and I come to a really weird thing as well because of, of the role of the snake who is telling see the soul Eve. The feminine rejects that faceless darkness that is yeah. in lust and fertility. She rejects that. Eve rejects that. And the snake can tell her, you know, you need to know. You need to eat from the from the from the tree of knowing, right? Yeah. Uh, and so she has to go. She has that inner struggle because she she rejects the soul, rejects the faceless dark of that drunken lust and fertility that can only exist with blindness, right? Yeah. And so, and that is our way in the world. So Eve is eating the fruit and, and getting Adam with into it. And so, but you have to transcend it through that. Yeah. Being born again through the spirit, the, the masculine in order to, which then beauty becomes the real thing. I think uh, it becomes not anymore the physical, it becomes your place as the feminine, like you say, beauty is really important too, because that is our place to go back to, but not back to in blindness, but we go back to now um, in consciousness, yeah, yeah. because we now face each other. We now have a love between men and women with... Uh, this consciousness we have names for each other yeah. we don't just call ourselves like oh pumpkin and sweetie and uh, what 
but we do in the relationships in the fallen state, right? We don't even name ourselves. We don't yeah. know each other. Yeah. And so, and that has to transcend. And we don't have, we don't have that anymore. We, we don't learn that anymore in the society now that we, we, we stay in the fallen state in that, in that lust and fertility, in that drunkenness, in that darkness, you know. Yeah. We don't transcend into the spirit. But I mean, you said basically the same thing. So I, I love your show. It's great. I appreciate Anna. I appreciate that. And you said so many things right now. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, talk about it right now. I just want to hang up with you mm-hmm. if you don't mind. And I'm gonna get to another call. But I'm gonna address what you just said. So stay on the line, or not stay on the line, but okay. listen, because I'm gonna respond to everything you just said right now. Um, All right, perfect. But I thank you for calling. I appreciate your spot on. I totally agree. And, um, you know, we just got to we gotta continue to do the right thing. So thank you, Anna. I appreciate it. I'm going to address what you said right now. Have thank a good you. one. Bye. All right, bye. Uh, I hate to have to not be able to get into that with Anna because she made so many good points. But I just want to say quickly is that she's right um, about the fact that once we recognize – for one, she said that it's ignorance. She's totally right. It's ignorance is that we don't understand. We perish for the lack of understanding, right? And not knowledge, understanding, insight, right? And once we have the understanding, like Anna said, is that you get back to using that influence for good. Get back to what women have been gifted with, and men, but women have been gifted with, And they use it for good now that they have the proper understanding of how to use it, how to use their beauty. Women could totally use their beauty fully covered up. And I'm not saying you got to be covered up neck down and have like the veil, right? But they can do it in such a way to where people just are attracted to you. Not your boobies, not your booty, but you. That can happen, but it has to come from within. So once that understanding is understood it starts to come from within and i think that was what anna was um talking about she brought up so many good points but thank you anna call in again um hopefully next time we could talk longer Uh, i just really have to get to these other calls but i appreciate you anna thank you uh really quick let me go to um frederick out of california frederick you are on air joel friday tv with joel friday How's it going, Joel? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Real quick, let me run it down. You ain't got much time. Yeah. But it's not about it's not about the attraction that men have to women. It's about the attraction that women have to money. And these algorithms that YouTube and all of these other people that fan these women advertise are trying to download an algorithm like ByteDance. This multi-billionaire over in China got the algorithm to TikTok. So they started making YouTube's in short to get you more money. They take yeah. money from you, but they need advertisement. So yeah. all the algorithms they're recording need nakedness. Nakedness. Whatever you do to sell, they're going to put the advertisement on the degenerate. So all the degenerates that's there that they're breeding off of, sorry, you only yeah. took like one call. Come on, man. We got to do better. But listen, it's a whole lot I'm trying to ramble down, but it's not. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's about the sales and the materialistic stuff. A man yeah. with money until he keeps it to himself, 
he's always going to be able to have sex. Once a female CEO man's giving his money away, he's going to do it all the way down the line because that's how she met him. But if a man hold on to his man, you see most real men with a lot of money, they don't be out here tricking it off and doing all this other stuff. Women are attracted to him because they don't give it away. You hold on to your bag, you keep your bag longer. But um, yeah. once you start giving it away, you enter that scheme of advertising. You're going to buy a Tesla. You're going to buy a Benz. You're going to buy the latest stuff. You're going to dress nice. Yeah. You can't get one of them rich women that have their own money or can get it from algorithm to go live in an apartment and live modest and obey and do all this other stuff because she can get off all of those fans you got. Yeah. She can easily manipulate them with super chat, super chat, yeah, super chat. Yeah. No, but in fact, before they get ads, and next thing you know, they covered up and nobody's watching them because they made their millions. They want to get out the game. Everybody quit watching them and look at the new youngest lady showing butt. Well, but yeah, oh, algorithm. Algorithm. Okay, let me let me make that point really quick. Sorry to have to rush you. You know, I'm still trying to learn how yeah, to, to yeah, take calls and all that stuff, but. Good point, Frederick. You make a good point, and I think you're totally right. My only thing is that the only part where um, I just kind of disagree is that I think that the money is just like a um, a symptom of what the real problem is. Like, yeah, the money it's security for the woman. You was right. The woman wants security, but she's not gonna get it from a man with security because he's not gonna give her the money plus security. Well, so that's well, that's what I'm saying. Fooling though. everybody else and getting security from TikTok. Yeah, she's get, is she's getting her security and, and, from and TikTok. But let me tell you, YouTube. let me tell you really quick is that she's getting her security from TikTok. Yes, but if she came across a a real man that was grounded and had true influence and the light of God with him, she would let go of all that stuff if she was seeking right. Because women want a man, they want a man. They don't want TikTok. Exactly, I guarantee you. I guarantee and. You're right though, because they they have all these means to have to have the life. You can like, get sex to, on Figueroa all day for fifty dollars. It's more than sex. It's more than they sex. It's yeah. It's, it's definitely more than just sex. It's definitely more than sex. Frederick, thank you for the call. I'm gonna respond a little bit more to that as well. Thank you for the all call. Right, call again, day. man. All right, thanks. All right, yeah. He's right though. Is that uh, it's the women will take the other things because they give them that high. So they're going to take the money. They're going to take the attention, the TikTok, and the, all that stuff. He's right. All the things you're saying is true. The only thing is, is that if they knew the alternative, because there's not too many alternatives walking around here, right? And there's a selective few, right? But there's not a lot. So they don't have to, they don't say, I'm going to go work for that, that love, that peace. They just say, well, everybody else is getting money like this. Everybody else is um, feeling good. Everybody else is, quote, unquote, happy. So I'm going to do it this way. But the that's a symptom. But the actual problem is the real love and the real peace. So, um, but uh, what was the name? Frederick was right. Frederick was right. Lord have mercy. I got to just, like, try to just fit in. Sorry, Hassan. I just got to get to... Now I know how James feels. I used to be mad at James. Not mad, but... <laughs> I used to be like, that boy, no, it's, it's past the hour. But let me just take... Because I, I waited too long. But let me go to um, Lucas really quick. Lucas, I said I was going to get to you. Let me get to you really quick. Lucas, first time caller out of Los Angeles. Lucas, you're on the show. Welcome to the show, Joel Fry TV. Hey, how you doing, Joel? I'm doing yeah, well. Lucas, first time caller on your show, man. I didn't know you had a show. That is awesome, man. 
was Appreciate amazing. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, w- I just wanted to say that I've noticed that, like, you know, you guys, I always say, like, a man is, is honest, and honesty is true and right. And I've noticed everybody on, on, on the team of Jesse, you guys are true and right. I know you guys, like, just like me, we, we, you know, we, we, we're still like learning, you know, Jesse, yeah, really like, yeah. you know, we look at Jesse like, gosh, dang, you know what I mean? But it's, it, you guys are with God. I know that for sure. You guys are men because you guys are true and right, you know, and that's, that's, uh, that's what a man is, is honest and true and right, you know, and I just want to let, let that be known and yeah. talking about your guys, right on, man. um, what you were talking about, about men and women, all that, uh, like, uh, you, you are so right, man. If you look at them on TikTok, man, the women are showing off their bodies. They're showing off their bodies. They're they're doing all this stuff and complaining about men, right? You look at the same. You could find the same thing. A man doing the same thing, showing off their yeah, bodies, exactly. complaining about women and their relationships and everything. Exactly. The men are acting like women, and so men can try to act all like crazy, like, oh, look at these women. Look at this. this, this. You were acting just like exactly. them. They, they they succeeded. They're successful. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they wanted to do. That you, they they won. Yeah. The women won. That's exactly they wanted you to be all emotional and care about yeah. what the heck somebody says. Great, hey Lucas. Great point. And you made it so quick. And I appreciate. I I appreciate right, that because I ran out of time. But thank you, Lucas. Okay. You're 100 percent right. Call call me back again. Right. I'm sorry to cut you off. I will, dude. I will. No problem. No problem. Late, late. All right, man. All right, bye. Dang, I gotta get better with these calls because they're making such good points, and I don't, I hate to have to cut it off like that. But um, again, everybody, what everybody's saying is right, man. Everybody's saying is right, and we just gotta be aware. That's it. Can't change it. Just gotta be aware. Uh, I gotta go. I'm sorry, Brian, uh, Rick, and all the other callers. I'm sorry I couldn't get to you. Uh, I'm working on. I'm new. So give me a chance to, you know, get used to it, get used to doing all this stuff. But I appreciate you guys for calling in. Call again. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for dealing with everything I had to say and just bearing through it. And I thank you guys for showing love and all that good stuff. Make sure, please, that you guys like. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the share button so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. So, you know, we can do what we do. So I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. That is the end of the show. Tune back in next Tuesday, 11 to 12 Pacific time. Don't miss it. I'm live every Tuesday. You can call in. I'll work. I'll, I'll get better with the calls. But you can call in, and we can have a good time. And also you can stream the um, the shows after, so you don't have to just watch at 11 or 12. The video is uploaded to YouTube. You can watch it later. And all that's good stuff. Follow me on Instagram. You guys see my handles here. Joel Friday TV, that, the gift of the dance. And, uh, yeah, stay connected. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one.